Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank you for your continued support by bringing you the biggest bath sale ever. Get my six-piece towel sets for the lowest price ever, only $39.96. His and her bathrobes, 50% off. Bath mats for as low as $17.49. And I'm also excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock. And now they come in even more colors and wide sizes. They're made with the same great patented technology. And yes, you'll still save $90 a pair. So get the biggest savings ever on bath sheets, bath mats, washcloths, hand towels, bathrobes, slippers, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and get deep discounts on all MyPillow bath products, including our six-piece towel sets. Regular $89.98, now only $39.96. Get all your shopping in while quantities last, so please order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm Mick. With me, of course, is my much better beloved better half, who's not kneeling. Well, that's because everyone should kneel to me, V-Lynn. Hello, Patriot. Oh, you mean the eternal empress Hereditary empress of the universe. Hereditary. much. Correct. You got it. That means that you're born of the... Correct. Hereditary male heiress. No, that means I'm I'm born of the ancestral line of the uh, ruling family of the universe. Yes. Wow, you're all about fucking hypocrisy, <laughs> aren't you? You're all about a monarchy. <sighs> Look at you. It's how I identify. Just so you know. Well, I don't get canceled. I identify as rain rainbow colored unicorn shit. So. Well, that's good because on Sundays I identify as a unicorn. All right, there you go. <laughs> so I, I just fall out of your butt. That's right. Why not? Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that funny how it all happens? Oh, uh, we need some rainbow colored unicorn shit right about now. Yeah, we need a lot of shit right about now. Um, so breaking, this is literally breaking right now. The CDC voted 15 to nothing. In favor of adding the COVID death jab to the childhood immunization schedule. 15 to nothing. The final vote is tomorrow. But they did a preliminary vote. And it was unanimous that they want to murder our children. Yeah. Isn't that fucking wonderful? They opened up comments and they got tens of thousands of comments basically telling them to eat a bag of dicks. Um, but they, they didn't care. Do it. No, do it. Let them do it. I dare you because this is what it's going to take. Yeah. I mean, you know, what's going to happen. This is what it's going to take to wake America up is some doctor walking towards some child putting a needle in his arm. And that doctor is going to get lit the fuck up. Some dude is just going to fucking haul off and fucking catfish drill that motherfucker right dead <laughs> smack 
smack square in the center of the skull. They're going to put him on the ground and he's going to go to jail because that doctor was about to kill his kid. And the fight in court is going to be self-defense. Well, we'll see. How many kids have already died? Hundreds. Hundreds of thousands, if not more. Yeah. They're estimating right now that we already have 20 million deaths well, they're worldwide starting, from the jab. We're also I've finding out that they're starting to billion adverse, serious adverse reconfigure ca cancer now. And they're saying, well, oh, oh yeah. no, no, these cancer deaths weren't caused. Th this is a COVID death. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Ethical <clears throat> skeptic. He's right out of the guy. I love ethical skeptic. He's amazing um, because he just he's a he's an intel guy. He just analyzes data. That's all he does. Data analyst all the way. And he doesn't make any uh, suppositions or assumptions or put anything out there. He's just like, this is what the data shows. This is where the excess deaths are. Well, now he is showing to you that unmistakable, undeniable smoking gun proof. The CDC is now post system upgrade, unilaterally shifting cancer UCOD deaths to COVID UCOD deaths, even trivial noscomial cases of COVID, thereby hiding the stark cancer increases from y'all. So they're, they're shifting cancer deaths deaths into COVID deaths so they can keep their COVID numbers up and Still justify that money. and justify putting the jab on the, the childhood immunization schedule, but they're hiding, they're covering up the fact that the jab is causing cancer and people are dying at in an alarming rate, the millions right now. So. Hey, whatever, I guess it's, it's ridiculous. So anyway, Tucker, we'll jump right into it. They'll float their own boat. I, this is just a, a par for the course, I guess. Tucker went off on him last night. I think it was last night. Wednesday. I don't even know what today is. Today's yeah. Wednesday. I think this is Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday night. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Tuesday night. My bad. Yeah, we'll listen. With so, so play. Yeah. Amazing story that's been effectively buried. This week, the CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices is expected to add the COVID-19 vax to the list of required childhood vaccines. If this happens, your children will not be able to attend school without taking the COVID shot. Now, the problem is there is no medical basis for this decision whatsoever. Even the CEO of Moderna has just admitted that most people do not need the booster. And in fact, in this country, it's like 4% of adults have gotten the booster because they know now. We're quoting. It's going to be similar to the flu, he said. So what is this exactly? Dr. Marty McCary is a man we trust. He's a professor at Johns Hopkins University. He joins us tonight to assess. Doctor, thanks so much for coming on. Is it an overstatement to say there's really no medical justification for this? Well, there's certainly no clinical data. They've got data from eight mice on the Omicron vaccine in young people. And the child vaccine story is essentially a story of bypassing clinical data, which is why many of us are asking, why even have an FDA? Why do we even right. do clinical trials? Right now, we've got pharma saying, hey, we did a study. We're going to give you the top line of the press release. We're going to call the White House. And the White House then calls the FDA and the CDC and tells them to get in line. They bought a 170 million doses of this new Omicron vaccine. 
There has never been a vaccine added to the child immunization schedule without solid clinical evidence that reduces disease significantly in the community. The COVID vaccine in children will be the first. It will be added with no clinical data. And many of us that are saying, hey, let's see the data, we're basically told, stop asking questions. Dr. Ja, who's the chief COVID advisor at the White House, has said he has seen the data, but it's not public information. What are they hiding? Why can't we see this information? Instead, we're basically seeing this intense paternalism to really just do what we say and stop asking questions. And the CDC's committee that's voting, I mean, that is essentially a kangaroo court. You have to be an official card-carrying vaccine fanatic to be on that committee. If you're not, then basically they're not gonna accept people who think that some vaccines are important and others lack the evidence to support broad distribution. Remember, one in 5,000 vaccine doses results in a severe adverse event, according to data from overseas, from Germany, because we don't fund that research in the US. And in Israel, they took 283 people who got myocarditis from the vaccine. One of them died, two were in the ICU. So if thousands of people are gonna get myocarditis from this indiscriminate vaccination in young, healthy people, we're going to see some unintended harm. And my concern is that some schools may blindly accept this. So if the CDC decides to go ahead and put this on the routine vaccine schedule, it'll be up to states. And that's where I think parents have a right to say, let's see some clinical data before we force this as a requirement for school. Well, yeah, I mean, this is like... You're so understated in your effect, but what you're saying is shocking, I think, to the layman anyway. So I appreciate your, your saying it. I'm sure you're taking a lot of heat for it, but we're grateful. Dr. Barney McCary of Johns Hopkins, thanks. Thanks. And I, I, I find that very interesting uh, only because, yet once again, look at Fox News promoting the fact that... Uh, well, while- just Tucker. I, I know that it doesn't matter. It's still Fox News. At the end yeah. of the day, it's still Fox News. It doesn't matter what it is. And I went and look. I'm looking right now because I was trying to see what it takes to get something on the vaccine register. Well, now, this is understand the vaccine registered is a recommended immunization schedule, not a required immunization schedule. Okay. It is so- a recommended immunization schedule. So here, because the federal government can't require people to do anything unless they pass a law. Correct. It it's up to the states. Okay. So and the CDC pushed pushed back against Tucker and said, no, 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 we're we're not requiring students to get the COVID vaccine. They're just putting it on the register. Correct. But being put on the register also enables it not to be sued by. So, well, the doctor was right. It is up to the states. However, for the most part, the states uniformly use the CDC recommended vaccination schedule for their requirements to attend public school. I looked it up for Georgia as I was sitting in traffic on the way back home. Um, and it says, it says right here. Oh, all about, uh, and this is at the uh, dph.georgia.gov backslash school vaccines or forward to whatever. Um, and they talk about the different vaccinations that children are required. So immunization requirements for Georgia child child care and school attendance. There's a specific form, okay? And it's, uh, it, it pretty closely 
follows the CDC recommended Which schedule. Right mm-hmm. So, all right. So this has uh, DDP, DT, DTAP. So yep. you're right. Um, Hep B. Yep. Uh, Hib. Actib, Hibrex, or Penticel, or Hib. For what? Um, oh, shit, hold on. Let me uh, let me share this real quick so everybody can see what we're looking at. Oh, it's required for childcare and pre-K only. That's like croup cough. Is it? Isn't that like croup, like a croup thing? I think Hib. I think Hib's like croup thing. Anyway, let me bring this up so everybody can see it. So you guys can see what we're looking at. So yep. you're not what the hell are they doing? Okay. All right. So this is <clears throat> the information for the yep. recommendation for schedule. As of right now. Okay. Everyone six months and older should get a flu vaccine every year if they do not have contraindications. Yeah. Yeah. Contraindications. Okay. All 11 through 12 year olds should get one shot of uh, Tdap. All 11 through 12-year-olds should get two shots of HPV vaccine, a three-shot series needed for those with weakened immune system and those who start the series 15 years or older. All 11 through 12-year-olds should get one shot of metacoccal conjugulate or a booster shot as recommended at age 16. Age 10 years or older should receive the zero group B meningococcal MenB vaccine. 16 to 18 year olds who are not at increased risk may uh, be vaccinated with just MenB vaccine. Ages 9 through 16, those who live in uh, uh, dengue epidemic areas and have laboratory confirmation of previous dengue infection or, well, dengue fever, essentially. But basically, you're supposed to get flu, Tdap, HPV, uh, the meningococcal ACWY or mm-hmm. MenB, uh, pneumococcal, dengue, hepatitis Only B, hepatitis A, polio, and MMR, MMR and chicken pox. Which is varicella, which mm-hmm. is everything that's right on here. So DTAP, hep B, um, HIB, uh, polio, MMR, varicella, PCV, hep A. And uh, yeah, and then... Um, Mumps, measles, per, uh Pertussis, pneumococcal disease, uh, polio, rubella, and tetanus. And a lot of these are are combined vaccines. Yep. Right? So Tdap is diphtheria, tetanus, pertussis. Scroll back down there again, all the way down. Uh, TD is diphtheria and tetanus. MMR is measles, mumps, and rubella. So the shots that are currently on the CDC recommended schedule for children is what is currently required for them to go to public school, at least in the state of Georgia. So I would say you're going to have to. Well, yeah, there, there's a 180 um, total vaccines that are out there. No, there's... no, no. The QE boy says there's 180 last lockdown online schooling. Where they took their own life over a, where online, they took their own life online in front, in front of, of the class. class. 180 people did that? Um, or 18? We're, we're, did we're you... missing something. In, yeah. Uh, kids won't be able to have friends and companionship that children need, but I do agree. So, um, you know, there's a lot of homeschooling communities. And, and I mean, get get your kids out of public school. Like, I mean, that's a, the basic. That's, that's I think really that's... what it is. Get your, get, get your kids out of public school. 
um, find, you can find a way to homeschool. We, we did it. Our kids back in public school this year, he made the choice to go back. So they don't require masks or they didn't give me a hard time about him not being vaccinated for. Oh, students much here in Canada, 180 children. children. That's crazy. That is ridiculous. Um, but, uh, if they require the COVID jab, your damn Skippy will go back to homeschooling next Fuck year. Yeah. He only went into public school this year because we moved to a new area and he didn't have any friends here. And he, he, he wanted to make friends. I get that. Now he's made a bunch of friends. I have no problem pulling him back out and homeschooling him. He's, he's excelling in class because he already did all the work last year. Last year we did almost two years worth of work in one year of homeschool because he just moved along so fast. Um, and and now he's he's doing great in school. He's you know a year ahead of everyone, but he's already. Anyway, we want want him to make friends his age. So, uh, yeah, get your kids out of public school because it's uh, ridiculous. Yeah, I mean this is insane. It is. So, and it gets worse. It does. Doesn't get any better. Nope. Search methodology and clinical epidemiology. He joins us now to discuss all of the things I just brought up about COVID. The emergency still going on for several more months, Boston playing with it, and the biggest one that concerns me, the push for our kids to put it on the schedule. Doc, welcome back to the program. Let's begin with our children, because they're supposed to be our future, right? That's always, we always hear from politicians. Let's protect the children. Kids are our future. Are Democrats and the CDC, in your mind as a medical professional, protecting our kids if they put this on the regularly scheduled vaccine card. Mr. Boyle, thanks again for having me. Of course. And uh, I want to say it this way. <clears throat> the CDC, the NIH, the FDA are very reckless here because the reality about it is Ionides just published a paper showing that the risk in kids, like 0 to 19, is 0.0003%. So we always knew that children bring a statistical zero risk to the table of becoming severely ill or dying if infected with COVID. In fact, Macari and his group showed that across this pandemic, not one healthy child, not one healthy child in the United States of America had gotten infected with COVID and died from it. And that's a very serious thing that parents should understand. Your child brings statistical zeros to the table. This COVID gene injection, has shown itself to be ineffective. It has failed on the Omicron, negative efficacy, and it skews towards harms with myocarditis, et cetera. Mm. So under no condition must a parent, any American parent, in fact, any parent, give their child these gene injections. They are not needed in and parents must be willing to defend this hill. Stand your ground and allow none of these to go into your children. And this, Mr. Ball, this is an example where Alex Azar in 2020 gave the vaccine developers and FDA and all of the players liability protection. Mm. And now we are seeing why. If yeah. they get this on the immunization yeah. schedule, they're going to protect themselves. Your child, though, will have no protection. Wow. That is just so sad. It's sickening, actually. It's not sad. It's grotesque. Yeah. It is all those things and then more, then some. Because as you just heard, they will be granted protection. A hundred percent. Under the schedule. They yeah. will be granted uh, free of legal prosecution. Yep. So nobody can sue them. So if your loved ones, if your loved ones were stabbed with a COVID injection and died from it, let's just say one day they can prove it. 
Shit, they can prove it now. But let's just say they can prove it in a court of law. You no longer have the right to sue Pfizer or Moderna. You will not be able to sue them. They will not be held liable for anything they created for the U.S. government. Correct. Just so you're aware. Correct. In case you think one day, oh, I'll win that lawsuit against Pfizer when I get really, really sick. No, no, you won't. And if you remember... Last night, we heard Dr. Fauci say that 1,500 children had died from COVID. Yep. But now we just heard Dr. Paul Alexander say that zero healthy children had died from COVID. And that's the difference. Okay. 1,500 children with significant comorbidities, like they had cancer, Asthma. they had leukemia, they they were um, you know, severely obese. Kidney, uh, diabetes. Bad, you know, that kind of thing. Sure, 1,500 children died with COVID. They didn't die of COVID. They died with COVID. Zero healthy children died from COVID. So why does every child in America need to be jabbed? Why does anybody that survives COVID need, need a jab? Yeah, absolutely. But now they're claiming, this is great, Video games can be lethal for children with heart conditions. Now it's video games. Remember, it was it was climate change. I thought it was showers. Um, Hot showers. Yeah, kids kids don't shower enough for them to be able to blame that on it. You know, they okay. they're like little. But they know kids intense. play fucking video games, video games all, the all day long. Yeah. So a new children a new study by the Sydney Children's Hospital Network found that electronic gaming can be deadly for children with heart conditions. So uh, the study published October 10th in the journal Heart Rhythm revealed that playing video games can cause life-threatening cardiac arrhythmia and irregular heartbeat in susceptible children who may have an undiagnosed heart condition. Mm, that mm -hmm. sounds like they're trying to normalizing normalizing yeah. heart attacks in children. Yeah. Oddly enough. Australian researchers reviewed 69 reports on cardiovascular risks from electronic 69? gaming. 69? Mm -hmm. That seems to be very Identifying important. 22 children and teens who lost consciousness while playing video games and experienced irregular heart rhythms and other heart complications. Mind you, this is in Australia. In Australia, like everyone was required to be jabbed. Australia has like a 98% compliance rate on this. Like Australia started as a prison state and it's complete finishing as a prison state. Um, 19 of the primarily male gamers, age seven to 16, experienced ventricular arrhythmia, a severe abnormal heartbeat that can cause cardiac arrest. Six had heart attacks and four died suddenly. Hmm. Now, you think that was caused from gaming? Have you ever played a video game that was so stressful it it made your it like it made your heart skip that you're gonna have a heart attack? I'm not. I'm I'm asking you legitimately a serious question because you're a much more of a gamer than I am. Like, not even should, close. Should we stop our kids from playing video games because no. you know they 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 might? I mean, our kids like a, one of the top Fortnite players. Should we stop him from playing Fortnite? Because he might have a heart attack? No, actually, I'm trying to still make money off of that. So <laughs> I have to be honest with you. I just haven't figured out which tournament I want to enter. Oh, in he's really mad because his brother hacked his account and spent all of his money on crap and didn't progress him very far at all. And he was like, you suck at Fortnite. Stop playing my account and spending my shit. You're a horrible older brother. You owe me like 30 bucks. 
Anyway, um, yeah, but no, I'm not worried about our play kids playing video games. You know why? They're not jabbed. They're not jabbed. Anyway. And that's part of the problem right there. Oh, unbelievable. But Hey, Yankees won world last night in case anybody's wondering. No one cares. Anyway. Um, Yankees are going on to the ALCS here in about an hour. Yeah, no one cares. All right. Um, I do. All right. That's good. Oh. Nobody cares about you, babe. I know. Nobody. Knows. All right. Well, this is at the Naval Academy. There are there are some some kids with uh, a little a little bit of balls left. Go ahead, big boy, boy. Midshipman Third Class Lower Twenty First Company. <laughs> Sir, through many of the definitions we voted on for what it means to live honorably, we talked about how. To live honorably is different for every person based on their own moral code. For nine minutes in here, myself included, getting the COVID vaccine would not be living honorably. Even so, the academy has been attempting to strong arm us into either getting the vaccine or the DOR for the past year. Okay, stop. So stop. Go ahead and stop right there. What, what, I don't want to have this conversation with the group, but I will personally have that conversation with you. That's not a one to 4,000 conversation, that's a one to nine or one to 10 conversation. So I'm not cutting you off because I don't want to answer you. I'm, it won't be fair to have it in this group, okay? Yes, sir. Okay, so no joke, let's sit down and talk. I appreciate uh, that. No, sir, no, sir, that's where you're wrong. It, oh, it He's got the balls to stand up mm -hmm. and say, no, I'm not gonna get this vaccine I, that you require. He, I'm going to leave your school. I'm, I'm living honorably and that and and I'm one of n only nine people left in this entire academy that has said I will not comply. And and this guy's saying, no, this is not a fair conversation because um, you're, you know, nine out of four thousand. Everyone else complied. You're going to make them all feel like jackasses. Well, they should. They should. Absolutely. They absolutely should. Yep. And if you're absolutely living honorably there, Colonel, or whatever the fuck you are standing down Admiral. there in your little fucking. No, he's a fucking Marine. He's a Colonel or a okay, General. Whatever. He's got to be one of the two. Either way, whatever the fuck you are, faggy boy, in your little green fucking suit there that you're probably chewing on crayons in the background. Look there, fella. All right. The point is, is you're a pussy. You gave in and went and got your shot. Don't get pissed off this kid because he doesn't want to get his shot. Shut up. Stop being a bitch. Turn around. Sit down just like you're supposed to. Shut your fucking mouth and let the kid speak. He obviously has something to say that the rest of the class might want to hear. No. If we're about education and higher learning centers, why the fuck aren't we educating people? Because why the fuck are we sending people to college? They're coming out these gigantic soy boys who have man buns and care more about whether their shoes match their shirt or whether or not they're going to get laid. Yeah. Have we become that ridiculous as a society? Can we not stand up and speak out against what we don't believe in? It's just like the guy the other night. This goes back into my prison rule scenario. Remember the fucking prison rule scenario. This is just like a prison riot. If I stand up, are you going to stand up with me? Now I'm in prison with a bunch of convicts. Guys that have fucked other people over. That's why they're still alive in prison. So now I've got to rely on this guy to start a fight that's going to start the riot that gets me out of prison. Or does it get me killed? hard to trust people I, i'm just saying 
this has got to be organic, but organic to what level? To what end? We have got to do this organically. We cannot have a command and control structure because we all know what happens if we do have a command and control structure. We all know we're done because they're going to go after that number one head element. And once that number one head element is destroyed, it's easier to control the rest that are on the ground. However, if you have a bunch of independent minded people, essentially cells operating outside the bounds of any constricted law or scheduled program, now you've got a bunch of leaders. And how do you get them to comply? Oh, you no. The point that. is, the point is not to. No, but they're going to. I'm try not talking and, about that. I'm I not. Know. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about them. something completely separate. Mm-hmm. I'm talking the other side of it, where we've already fucking done it. You cannot have a centralized form of command and control. That cannot happen here. We have to do this organically from within. Which means I have to be will. I have to say, if I step up and go to town and start putting shit down, I've got to know that somebody else other than Leanne is stepping up with me. I know there's about five or six of you that not a problem. I know you'll grab up and go. Not an issue. What about the rest of you? You sitting here, you listen to us ramp, babble, carry on. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's serious. But what about the rest? How many people have asked themselves that question so far in here? If shit kicked off tomorrow, what would you do? Are you going to sit in the corner and color? Are you going to get on the cattle train? Or are you going to stand up? And that's what you have to ask yourself every night in the mirror before you go to bed. Are you going to bring your kid to the pediatrician to get that jab so that he can go to public school so that you can go to work and, you know, not have to deal with your child all day? Are we going to bring back the nuclear family and make the family what it's supposed to be instead of what it is today? Are we going to make the family what it's supposed to be about, which is family? That's a great question, isn't it? Hmm. I, I just, I, I look at this and I see this shit left, right, and center. It's happening all over the place. But we have to do it organically because if we go any other way with it, we're fucked. We are fucked. We cannot operate on one solid command structure. If y'all are waiting on General Flynn to give the word, don't no hold shit. your breath. No shit. And, and look at this. We reach everybody across the country, across the world. Across the world. Shit, we touch people all over the place. Yep. Think about it. If each one of you stood up as your own, think about how far that would go. Be that one guy in jury duty refusing to wear a mask and going to jail for 24 hours saying, fuck it. No. I mean, we got it. Yes, we do have to start out peacefully, but we're getting very close. It's getting dangerously close to the non-peaceful. Everybody tells me I've heard over and over again. Everybody's told me, calm down, calm down. You're too, you're going off the rails. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. We've been calm for too long. We are 24 days and counting to election day. If you do not believe for one fucking second that they are not trying to steal this election, you are higher than a kite. Oh, yeah. They are going to steal this election. They're going to do it so bluntly and so openly that we're not going to we're not going to have another choice. So I'll go ahead and give you the date. November 8th is the date. That's the end date. 
So ask yourself I mean, not the, the night. Not, of the, no, not the 10th or the 11th no, or the 12th no, when they actually come out with the results. No, no. What, what about the 18th when no, they come out the results? Because I guarantee everybody that's just like us is going to give them one night. The 8th is it. And then what? That is a great question. The 8th is it. If they steal that election, it's over. It's on. I, I got a feeling that that's, that's it. Because that we'll know that night. Because they're either going to stop counting again at 3 o'clock in the morning like they did. Yep. And all of a sudden cover up all the windows, which we know what they're doing there. Everybody knows what they're doing. The only motherfucking morons that don't know what was going on at those ballot counting places are the fucking retards on the January 6th committee. That's it. Every other fucking American knows what was going on on the 20th or on the 6th of fucking J uh, November, November 3rd or November 3rd on 2020. Every swinging dick knows. Everybody knows. That's when they inserted the new ballots. We all know that. We're not arguing that. But November 8th, when they shut down the counting at three o'clock in the morning, what are you going to do? Are we going to stand there and just let it happen again? I, I got to say, I'm... Getting a little red in the face there. I, I might be the one... I Shit, I might just kick this whole thing off for everybody else. I just might say, fuck it and pull y'all's ripcords. Have you ever... I did that. I did that once in the back of an airplane. Uh, there was a guy who didn't want to jump. Um, he refused to jump. And it was really weird too. It really, it actually intrigued me because um, I never really dealt with this before. You know, you hear about people who don't want to jump. You hear about people who don't want to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. It's a natural emotion. Every time I did it, I did the same thing. I said the same fucking thing. What the fuck are you doing, moron? And I jumped out of the airplane. Kid didn't want to jump out of the airplane. Now this is Halo. We're not fucking around. We're up there. We're at 47,000 feet, flying just over 250 fucking, 200 knots. They had to drop it down to 160 so we could jump. And he doesn't want to go up. And he turned and looked at me. He said, Sergeant, I don't want to jump. I reached down. I grabbed his belly cord. I pulled his belly cord and his chute opened right out the back of the plane. And there he went. I was like, you have fun with that flight because it's going to suck for you because you're going to be up there for hours. When you come down, the rest of us will be on the ground. I'll go ahead and take your wings from you and kick you off the drop zone. And that's exactly what I did. Well, there's, there was a great article that came out today from, uh, it was a Reuters special report. Okay. Pro-Trump conspiracy theorists hound election officials out of office. This is fantastic. Is it Nevada too? This story contains profane and violent language. Just trigger warning. Businessman Robert Beatles claimed he had found evidence of widespread voter fraud in the 2020 election. Then he went on the attack, targeting a 48-year-old woman who runs elections in Nevada's Washoe County. Now let's talk about treason. That's right, treason, Beatles told the February 22 county commissioners meeting in Washoe, the second largest county in this election battleground state. The Republican activist falsely accused the registrar of voters, Deanna Spicula, of counting fraudulent votes and told commissioners to either fire her or lock her up. 
After the meeting, Spicula's office was flooded with hostile and harassing calls from people convinced she was part of a conspiracy to rig the election against former U.S. President Donald Trump. On March 2nd, a caller threatened to bring 100 people to the county building to, quote, put this to bed today. Spicula, under severe stress, stopped coming into the office. A post on Beatles' website said she was rumored to be in rehab. That was false, she said. She was at home working on a state elections manual. By late June, fearing for her family's safety, she'd had enough and submitted her resignation. Beatles' campaign in Washu is part of a wave of efforts by pro-Trump activists to gain control of voting administration by replacing county government leaders with election conspiracy theorists. Some are spending big money. In Nevada, Beatles has poured hundreds of thousands of dollars into campaigns targeting opponents of Trump's false rigged election claims and backing Republicans who believe them. The goal, to profoundly change how U.S. elections are run. Right-wing activists want to eliminate voting machines and return to hand-counting and paper ballots which experts say would make elections more prone to fraud, not less. I I don't know how. Trump allies have also targeted the ballot drop boxes and mail-in voting that Democrats embraced in the 2020 election. Last year, as documented by Reuters, U.S. election officials endured an onslaught of intimidation by Trump supporters after the 2020 election. This year, they're facing well-funded campaigns such as the one in Washoe. Officials who resist baseless stolen election claims have faced accusations of treason or other crimes. Reuters identified 44 counties and 15 states where local officials have faced efforts to change rules on voting since the 2020 election. All of them were led by Trump loyalists or Republican Party activists driven by false voter fraud theories. Yeah. Um, anyway, it can, it continues on for like six pages with different. Um, so either anyway. way, the point is, is that what this woman I'm, I'm guessing was trying to come up with new laws for Nevada that were bad voter election laws that were bad. And essentially a MAGA group came along, told her that she was fucked up, said what you're doing is illegal and unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. She got scared and her pussy started to bleed. So she ran away. Yep. They're even talking about how Republicans attacking Republicans, rhinos. She's a pussy. Um, boy. Uh, yeah. All, uh, I mean, they, they t- there's many different, uh, a number of different stories in here about this, but it's, um, where can they find it? Where can we find that? At, at Reuters. So, so go check out the go Reuters story. It. It's like 12 pages long. So obviously I'm not going to read the whole thing, but um, it's, it's uh, there have been people working behind the scenes at the local level for two years to try and fix this. Haven't we been saying that? To try and take it that? back. Yes. We've been saying that from the get go. Yes. We got to get involved. We got to get involved at the local level. You got to be a precinct counter. You got to be a poll watcher. Yeah. Go get those jobs. It. Yeah, it's it's worse than that, Kiwi boy. It, it's like a fucking um, it's it's like a TV. You remember that joke from back in the day? Your mom's like a TV. Everybody gets a chance chance to turn her on and off. You know, it's the same thing. No different. It's this is just the same fucking problem. It never changes. Ah, uh, what does Bill Gates got to say? Because you know he's involved in all this bullshit too, and we should end him as well. But interesting. Um. Josh Odinson said, uh, Robert Beatles founded the Monarch Crypto Wallet. Really? Interesting. Hmm. He found, like, hold on. Who's that? Robert Beatles, the, this guy that said. Yeah, yeah, but this, who said that? Uh, Josh Odinson on Rumble. Hey, Josh, if you could do us a, do you have, is there a link in there? Uh-uh. No. Can you shoot it. us a link maybe uh, for, for where that is? Because I'd like to put that up on the screen, man. That would be pimp. Yeah. Because any more that we can connect this motherfucker to this shit, 
Um, and the more proof we can put out there that this shit is all connected. Well, uh, Robert uh, Beatles is the guy that went after that woman. He well, was the no, MAGA guy, but that funded. But if he put people. all that shit out online, I'd yeah. like to see what else she was doing. Yep. I'd like to see what laws she was coming up with that was essentially illegal or what if he she's was writing calling. an election. Exactly. Manual. Yeah. Okay. I'd like well, to see that. You know, the other way they're going to go after you is they're going to try and control your money. Obviously. And you know, if Bill Gates is sponsoring it, it's not going to be any good. And you know, it's going to involve all sorts of mass surveillance yep. on what you're spending money on. What you do? Well, BlackRock and Larry in particular are a great example of private sector leadership. You know, anyone who says that climate shouldn't be a factor in how you evaluate the future of a company, you know, isn't, uh, that's not capitalism because companies that have emissions, you know, they are going to be subject to uh, border adjustment tariffs or taxes. Uh, you also have to think about companies, you know, if you're dealing with uh, severe weather events, that's got to be factored in. Is the company ensuring that? Are they becoming more resilient? So the attacks are kind of illogical because climate does affect the economy, which does affect investments. The idea that we still need oil and natural gas is also, you know, fairly clear. We're not going to drain all the money away from those sectors. That's how people get to work today. It's how people avoid freezing to death in the winter. Uh, and, you know, people did get a little optimistic about how quickly the transition could be done. Now, without uh, the Russian natural gas being available in Europe, uh, you know, we're it's a setback. You know, we need to find non-Russian hydrocarbon sources to substitute for those. So there's coal plants running and a uh, variety of things uh, because, you know, keeping, you know, people warm, uh, keeping those economies in decent shape uh, is a priority. Now, on the other hand, it's good for the long run because uh, people won't want to be dependent on Russian natural gas. Uh, so they'll move to these new approaches more rapidly. And you talk about companies protecting themselves. What do you think about the Fed stress testing banks for climate? Um, 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 stress test for banks <coughs> about climate. So at the end there, he said, <coughs> hmm. <coughs> he said that, uh, billionaire morons, damn right. He is a billionaire moron. You're absolutely right. <coughs> no shit. <coughs> Craziness. Wow. Um, oh, hey, by the way, folks, if you guys ever get flex roll. No, this is not what I, I Flexerol is uh, normally uh, carfentanil. Mm -hmm. This is uh, cyclo, uh, cyclobenzaprine. And last night I thought it said five milligram tablets. I didn't actually read it. Yeah, I did. I took two of them. And holy shit, I went to bed after the show is over and right I didn't wake up until 530 this morning. He didn't even wake up for dinner. But anyway, um, amazing. He said at the end there that, but this is, this is good, right? That, that everyone's going to be freezing this winter and, and they're not going to have any, any more gas or energy. Yeah. Because it gets us off of Russian fuel. That's Correct. what he said. That's his, that that's it, his is, way of this is good. Yeah. I, idealizing we're gonna, this. We're going to push the green energy. Correct. Deal. We're going to force people into it. That's, uh, I mean, that could be uh, we saw part that, of the whole reason for this war. On, we, we, we actually saw that happen. Yeah, we did. We, we've seen this happen once before in history. We have.
1936, I believe it was. I believe there was one guy that thought he knew better than everybody else and said, look, these Jews, they're a problem. They're dirty. Wow. And I'm watching Bill Gates say, well, these mega people, they're dirty. Well, he didn't say that. Biden well, he didn't that. have to. Yeah. He's saying it by More saying like it. Jamie Dimon. Look at that Jamie Dimon fellow that doesn't want to take uh, climate into consideration. Yeah. Yeah. It's another one. Mm-hmm. This, though, this was this is awesome. This is just a humor break. This is fantastic. Just to make you laugh. Real quick. How dare you? Fuck off. You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And again, fuck off. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. That's a hat trick. Fuck off. How dare you? Twat! <laughs> I love like that's that's the guy in the background. That's the character that Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio played in uh what the hell was that? Um uh, the Western movie, uh Django Unchained. Django Unchained, yes. Yeah, you know that part in Django Unchained, you know where he slammed his hand down and he smashed the skull on the table? He actually cut himself. Oh you didn't know that. Too funny. I, I just thought always thought that was funny. I, <sighs> I, me and my buddy were uh, we were up in North Carolina. We we're sitting there at his house. We we're watching this sh fucking movie. We we're watching Django Unchained. It was. Uh, do you remember the? Uh, it used to be on like I want to say it was like either CMT or uh, one of those channels, like in the back of the cable, like on the backside of the cable thing, where they had the bubbles pop up at the bottom, and it it, it told you weird facts about the movie. So we're sitting there watching that one scene where he's talking about the different uh, parts of the brain and different parts of the head and the skull and everything else. And he sits there and he fucking says, and he, and it's right at the point where they get caught and Django is turned out for being a slave and everything else. And they find out that his wife is on that dude's property and he slams his hand down on the table and he crushes a piece of the skull. And when he crushed the piece of the skull, he slid his hand wide open. And all the blood you see in that scene is all Leonardo DiCaprio's blood. <laughs> and he kept playing. He kept going with it. And I was like, that is fucking. I, I didn't know that. That's actually pretty badass because the, the dude didn't stop and go. Holy, oh, I mean, shit. like he split like they took a picture of it. He yeah. cut his hand right through like the meat here in the palm yeah. all the way up his ring finger. And I was like, that's a good slice. I mean, I would have even gone, oh, shit, that hurt. Yeah. And all he did was kept pointing with blood just dripping out of his hand. I'm sitting there going, that's actually badass. That well, you know, not half bad. He'd probably had a couple shots of adrenochrome beforehand and didn't do <laughs> anything anyway. So, you know, it's all good. Hey, uh, Josh on. Um, I'm, I'm not playing this thing. I don't know why you keep bringing it up. I already played it once. Josh on Rumble texted or uh, sent the link to what you asked for, and I just texted it to you. Did you? Okay, yes. Good. Well, we'll bring that up because I want to see that. Because mm -hmm. the more and more we can connect that the better off we will be both. All right. Let me see here. I'm going to bring this over so you all can see the same shit that I'm seeing. Give me one second though. All right. Bring it up. All live production. You got to love it. Yeah. There we go. All right. My entrepreneur Hold journey on. Give me from one construction second. to crypto, always building. Give me, so, give me one sec, please. And I'll put this link in our Telegram as all, at all as well. All right, here we go. 
So, uh, Robert uh, Beatles, Christian husband, father, business uh, builder. My entrepreneur journey started when I was 17 years old, already married with my first son, working in construction in the Bay Area. Launched my own construction services company, growing it to the largest in the state. It allowed me to focus on real estate and technology in 2009. I launched a software company, began building solutions and applications for organizations, including the U.S. Postal Service. 2009, I wrote a book, uh, Hey, what you do, your economic survival guide, which provides guidance and investments and strategies for securing your financial future. I donated proceeds uh, to the community programs. I've done some patents as well as I'm seeking to create new things that people can use of value. In 2010, I ran in the primaries, California's 11th congressional district, but quickly realized political office was not for me. In 2011, I learned about cryptocurrency through Max Kaiser, who said that Bitcoin would change the world. By 2017, everyone was asking me about cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology. I launched my YouTube channel, Crypto Beatles, to answer these questions uh, oh, for yeah. friends, family, to provide guidance to viewers through easy to understand videos. Since then, I've created hundreds of videos and reached more than 86,000 subscribers, having over 17 million video views. All right. That's good. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I've, I've heard him on, uh, I think I've heard him on the SGT report. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I heard of this guy. I didn't know he, he had uh, founded an organized resistance against the corrupt election officials in his county. Good on him. Yeah. Monarch. The Monarch community has grown to 300,000 plus users, a company focused on delivering products that make cryptocurrency accessible to all. Um, I think he got kicked off of YouTube though. Maybe not. Interesting. But sweet. Okay. So I put this in our telegram as well. So you can check it out there though. um, I appreciate that, Josh. Thank you very much. If you're not already part of uh, the telegram chat, you can go to, uh, just look at it's Patriot Party Pod Chat. So t.me slash Patriot Party Pod Chat. Thank you, Josh. We appreciate that, sir. That's uh, good information. Mm-hmm. I did not know that about him. That's interesting. So what old Joe got? Joe's got some Joe's more info. Because Joe's the smartest man he knows. Yep. I think, isn't he? Of course he is. Actually, I saw a meme today. It was actually really funny. Uh it was uh, Joe Biden, and he was staring at uh, Fetterman, and they're sitting there eating lunch. And Joe Biden goes, he goes, uh, you know, right now, you're not the dumbest man in America, but just watch it until I die there, John. And I was like, holy shit, that's fucking hysterical. I was like, oh, that's a riot. All right. Oh, good God. All right. That's a good one. All right. You're not the dumbest man in America, but just wait till I die. And then you will be. We're calling it a ready and release plan. This allows us to move quickly to prevent oil price spikes and respond to international events. Secondly, we need to responsibly increase American oil production without delaying or deferring our transition to clean energy. Let me, uh, let's debunk some myths here. My administration has not stopped or slowed U.S. oil production. Quite the opposite. We're producing 12 million barrels of oil per day. And by the end of this year, we will be producing 1 million barrels a day, more than the day in which I took office. In fact, we're on. Really? 
Okay. The day after off, you took the office? The day he took office. Because if you remember the day he took office, we were still in the midst of a COVID pandemic. Yeah. Um, the economy was essentially shut down. Everyone was working from home. Yeah. You know what happened when there was less demand on oil? You have, you have, you have less you, price goes down. They, they ramped. Oh, prices go down. Up. They ramped down their production. Yeah. They ramped down their production to meet the demand at the time. Correct. And a lot of refineries in California like started switching over to because we talked about that before to making like biofuel or shit yep. like that, right? Um so uh so yes, correct. Technically today we produce more oil than we did the day he took office when Demand was significantly ramped down and therefore supply was significantly ramped down. However, pre-COVID, while Trump was in office, we produced two to three million barrels a day more than we do right now. That's accurate. So it's... Actually, it's like 3.1. I think we produced 3.1 million barrels more when Trump was still in office. Before COVID. But, and that's where the difference happened because the day that Biden took office, the day that he came in, he signed all this. Remember the day he's sitting there at yeah, the desk? He shut down the pipelines. And, 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 and he's sitting there. No, he didn't just shut down pipelines. It wasn't just pipelines. And he had that great big stack and there was that yeah. stack oh, yeah. of folders there. Yeah. And he was just sitting there opening one at a time, yeah. signing, signing away, yeah. signing away, closing it, going to the next one, using another pen, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. That was the day that he turned off the drips. Yeah. That's the day that he yeah. said, no more refining, no more this, no more that. Yep. They had 181 presidential executive orders already done up prior to him being sworn into office. Mm -hmm. And I think he signed 17 of them the first day. Well, he signed 37. Mm. 37 in total the first day. Yeah. He signed way more than Trump did. Oh, yeah. Trump signed 18. And that's just because he said he was in the Oval Office for an hour and had nothing to do. So he signed some documents. Yeah. Tells you about Trump. You know, really does. <sighs> what type of, you know, work ethic he has. All right. What is your response to Republicans who say you are only doing this SPR release because, to help Democrats in the midterms? Where have they been the last four months? That's my response. Is it politically motivated, sir? This no, it's not. Three weeks before the midterms. Look, it makes sense. I've been doing this for how long now? It's not politically motivated at all. It's motivated to make years, sure Joe. that I continue to push on what I've been pushing on. And that is making sure there's enough oil that's being pumped by the companies so that we have the ability to be able to produce enough gas that we need here at home, oil we need here at home. And at the same time, keep moving in the direction of providing for alternative energy. That's what I've been doing. Now, the problem is these guys are asleep. I don't know where they've been. And they seem, you know, the price at the pump should reflect what the price of a barrel of oil costs. And it's been a minute. <sighs> You got to wait for it to come from someone else's computer. Holy shit. Oh. What, what is he talking about? 
He's talking about the fact that he is about to release between no 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 no, no. 10, what between what? ten and fifteen what? no I know more. that yeah, I but know they that do, but, but they don't because we haven't talked about it yet yeah we did no we, we don't didn't. yeah we did we when? just talked about it. no he he said the release of the SPR but he didn't tell he, we haven't said he is about to release between ten and fifteen more million no he just did he did today 15 more 15 million million more, more barrels, barrels were released today from the strategic oil reserves correct right but what the fuck is he talking about the cost of a gallon of gas should be the cost of a barrel of oil should no! reflect the cost i don't want the cost of my gallon of gas reflecting what the cost of a barrel of oil is if a barrel of oil is going on for 110 bucks a barrel, I don't want a gallon of my gas to cost me $110. That's not what he meant. That's not what he said. He said it should reflect it. So if oil costs $110 a barrel, then you should pay the retail price when you break it down to the gallon. It's like $5.50. After which refining process? Because you know why you pay a lot for gas, right? And mostly taxes. 90% of its taxes, but the refining process in and out of itself costs a pretty penny as well. And how much ethanol is in there? Exactly. Because yep. depending on how many times you refine it, it depends on how many times, how much ethanol you have in the gas. No, the I, end. no I, I, I gotcha. But he, he didn't mean like it wasn't, it wasn't a one-to-one -one correlation. He, he said when it reflects, I'm just saying, I don't want a gallon of my gas costing 110 bucks. I mean, like a barrel of fucking oil. No, but I'll right. fucking, I go, will fucking crawfish go. and drill that motherfucker for everyone else. Fuck that. Holy shit. Dumbass. Oh yeah. Of course they a barrel of oil. <laughs> Makes sense. You fucking retard. Jeez. Families are hurting. You've heard me say it before, but I get it. I come from a family. If the price of gasoline went up at the gas station, we felt it. You felt it? Okay. When Joe How was, do you felled anything? When Joe was a kid. F-E-L-D. Is that felled? When Joe was a kid. Is that a word? When Joe was a kid, gas was like 26 cents a gallon. I'm not even <laughs> fucking kidding. Okay. If gas went to 27 cents a gallon, you hey, know what? Babe, babe, they babe, didn't feel it. Babe, babe, babe. Joe's been in Congress for 120 years. I know. When Joe was a fucking kid, gas was how much hay you stuffed down the horse's fucking throat. <laughs> well, that's true, too. Get out of here. Fucking gas. Gas my ass. Fucking weird shit. Joe is 2 million years old. I mean, the guy's been in Congress for 120 years. What the fuck do you want? Jesus, hon. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? I'm sorry. My bad. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? By selling from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve at the higher price of $90 earlier this year and then refilling it in the future at a lower price, around $70, will actually make money for the taxpayers. No, you won't. Okay. You, so all right. Do you know what? All right. First of all, does everybody know what oil Donald Trump put in our petroleum? No, no. Reserves? Congress wouldn't let him. No, no, no. He yeah, wanted yeah. to buy it at when it was twenty five dollars a no, barrel. No, no. He did. He filled it. He wanted to max it out. He needed <laughs> Congress's approval to max out the fuel reserve at between twenty five and forty dollars a barrel. Correct. Congress declined and said, no, we don't need a max out. We're good. Mm -hmm. We're producing mm -hmm. 3.1 million or whatever it was, 23.1 million barrels a day anyway. So we don't need it. And Trump said, no, 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 get it. 
it's a good idea because oh, yeah. it's a really good deal right now. I don't think because, you understand. All right. because And I, I think a lot of people don't understand this, but the strategic oil reserve, it's not like we take physical possession of the oil. It's not like we have giant drums of oil somewhere. That's our strategic oil reserve. That's not how it works. We've bought the promise of oil from the com from from an oil company in advance and they store it for us slow your roll because part of what you said is wrong and part of what you said is right i mean we do have some there is a strategic for reserve in the states that we have on hand a physical on hand quantity you're absolutely right however there is more more of it the bulk of it is done in those promises in the promissory notes yeah in which case we have to be aware of world events and what's going on around the world so we can call in those promissory notes early if the need arises. Uh, Linz, I got you. you. You live down the road from a storage facility, but I mean, it, it probably stores a, a couple hundred thousand gallons, right? That's not even the ones I'm it's, talking it's, about. It doesn't store 400 million barrels. No, it doesn't. I mean, think I'm about even, that. I'm, think about the, you know, the, the requirements to store 400 million barrels. The amount I'm talking about is probably in upwards of two to 300,000 barrels and they have yeah. them hidden in select sites throughout the country. Yeah. But that's all, you know, Th those are, you know, those are protected. So if something were to happen, nothing would happen to this fuel. We would still have on hand fuel supply in an emergency. However. Okay. Lynn said 714 million barrels. So that is not a government facility because the strategic oil reserve is only 400, 400 million barrels right now. Um, 485 or 385 million Well, that's now. the number we're told. We don't know what the on-hand quantity is. We don't know what the... Uh, so that might be a... That, I mean, that if it's if it's holding 714 million barrels, that might be for, um, for government usage, but it's not part of the strategic oil reserve. Like that's, that's separate. That's primarily held by the oil companies. So we, we, we have... I mean, obviously we have oil, you know, we have fuel on hand for all the military vehicles, all of, you know, I mean, all of that, that requires a tremendous amount of on hand fuel. And you don't just gas that shit up at your, you know, local BP station. No, no. We go down to our own BP station. That it, we just throw the thing in there and fill it up. Exactly. Yeah, but even still, I, I mean, I get it. I, I get what you're going after, but there is a physical on hand quantity and there is also yeah, yeah. a virtual on hand quantity. Yeah. Uh, that we have, like, they have like X number of hours to get it to us. And it's part of the contract. It's part of the deal that we signed, blah, 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 so on and so forth. But to think just for a second, he bought or he sold at the higher amount and he's trying to reconcile it. He bought or sold the, the oil at what, 90 bucks a barrel or something mm -hmm. like that. Yep. And now he says he's buying it back at 70 bucks so a barrel. He will buy it back in the future at when $70, it's $70 a, barrel. a barrel. Okay. But we but, just heard economists yesterday saying that yeah, it's going to be $100 I, I to $110 a, a barrel. I, I don't give a shit about that. My point is this. He's actually lost us money considering those barrels were originally purchased when they were $20, $22 a barrel. 
So he's already lost us money. The motherfucker has already cost us. Well, technically it would have made us money because if we bought them at $40 a barrel and then we sold them at $90 a barrel, we made $50 a barrel on them. Yeah, but we're going to have to buy back at we're a higher price. We're going to have to buy back at a higher which rate. Which means we're going to lose. Which, which means, yes. The we're gonna, overall, well, overall is going to be in the, the red. the net will be negative $20 yes. a barrel. Yes. Yeah, you're absolutely so right. So for him to sit there and say, well, I've made the country. No, you haven't. You haven't made the country mm -hmm. dick. Except angry as fuck. And we're pissed off with you. Well, move on to the next clip. You fucking dipshit. Just wait for some smart ass to say, hey, you do it better? Yeah. A fucking monkey could do it better. The choices made by other countries are affecting the price of gas here at home. Wait a minute. What? Hold on a second. Mm -hmm. The choices made by other countries are affecting the price of gas here at home. The choices made by other countries are affecting the price of gas here at home. One more time. The choices made by other countries are affecting the price of gas here at home. Joe, how is that possible? Because the Saudis told him to pound sand when he asked them to. Oh, because he was trying hold, to pull a hold He was trying to pull days. He was trying to pull a fast one on the American people. Mm -hmm. And yep. And hmm. sure. I, I was listening to uh, Macroaggressions Charlie Robinson's podcast today about the uh, the dark winter that's coming to Europe. And, and it, it is going to be a dark winter coming to Europe. Um, and just before Nord Stream Blue got blown up, which we all know that we probably did it, because they told us, I mean, Biden and Victoria Nuland both said that if Russia invaded Ukraine, that we would shut down, permanently shut down Nord Stream. Anyway, uh, we've been over that before. But uh, Charlie had supposed or had theorized that uh, one country in Europe, the most desperate, would reach out to Russia and and basically leave NATO and say, we'll, we'll comply. We'll, we'll, we have to buy oil from you. And I remember hearing a little rumblings, a little possible rumors of that actually from my family in Germany right before Nord Stream got blown up. And, uh, and then of course Nord Stream got blown up. So when he says that the choices made by other countries affect the price of gas at home, he could also be referring to, um, possibly Germany choosing to, uh, work with Russia in order to save their people from a dark winter and having the Nord Stream pipelines blown up from that decision. The, mm. Just a theory. Anyway, uh, Thorne, we'll get to why Sweden won't tell the world who, who done it. I, we do have a, a clip on that and we, maybe we'll move on to that. But anyway, go, this, this is our, uh, this is our flashback. Fat flashback clip of the day. Holy shit. Can you blah, blah. speak today? No. Just remember, this is what they said, folks. My my Irish cream is really getting to my tongue today. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. 
no ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. I guarantee you. We're going to end fossil fuel. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping pipeline infrastructure? There's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking. No more. No new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. Have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Yeah, Joe. So when he says that he's increased our oil, no, he is lying. Yeah. He is lying. Because we could be doing so much more. We could be doing so much more right now than what we are doing, and that ain't much. Oh. So Dirty Mop Head and Kelly Green today. You can tell us she's not in a green screen, folks. Mm -hmm. Because if she was, she would. That would blend right in. She'd disappear. Y'all know that. Yep. I taught you all about the green screens. You're asking oil companies to further lower gas prices. What makes you think that they are going to listen to an administration that is ultimately trying to put them out of business? How, how is the administration trying to put them out of business? Well, they produce fossil fuels, and this president says he wants to end fossil fuel. The truth comes out. How do you know? What? Dirty mop head. You didn't know that? No. Oh, she couldn't flip to the page fast enough in her book. Yeah, no, she didn't have an answer for that. No. She was quick to turn that subject around. Now, 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 Peter. Now, Peter. Like, he's back in school. Now, Peter. Maybe your father's she birthday. Actually, she basically parroted what Biden said that um, <laughs> in her answer that, that uh, oh, they, they haven't reduced the production of oil here at all. How seriously is the administration considering a ban on um, U.S. petroleum products? So um, everything is on the table. Uh, Don't have anything right now uh, to preview. Clearly, our focus today is to uh, make sure that we uh, deliver on the president's promise is to continue to lower gas prices for the American people. Uh, But again, I don't have anything to preview uh, at this time. Yeah, uh, continue to lower the prices. No, no, no. Think about that question. How seriously is the U.S. considering a ban on U.S. petroleum products? How seriously is the administration? Hold on, let me let's listen to that again. A ban stand by, on stand U.S. By. petroleum products. Let's listen to what she said, because I didn't think she said that. But yeah. hold on. How seriously is the administration considering a ban on um, U.S. petroleum products? So um, everything is on the table. Uh, don't have anything right now uh, to preview. Clearly, our focus today is to uh, make sure that we uh, deliver on the president's promise is to continue to lower gas prices for the American people. Uh, but again, they don't have anything to preview uh, at this time. Why would you ban your own petroleum products? And why would the reporter even come up with that question? And you know, why would she even, yeah, it's not one of those ones that you normally ask. I mean, that's not a normal question just to jump out there with unless she knows something. All questions at the, at the daily press conference are pre-approved. So, and she was obviously ready for that question. She wasn't shocked by it. And she just said that. That was, that was that question. That sounds like it was fed. I, I, All well, options are on the table. I wonder if our uh, buddy over there at the Oil and Gas Workers Union has heard that one yet. I don't know. Gonna, you you might want to shoot that one over to yeah, him. Yeah, I'll shout and ask him. Hey, have you heard this? Mm-hmm. Because you guys might be interested in this. Yeah. Because it affects you. Yeah. Narrative shifting. I mean, yep, you're about, absolutely right, think, Lynn. Think Good about, job. Think about 
little applause for Lindsay, Petro- folks. Petroleum products. Petroleum. That's everything. I mean, everything. that's plastics. That's everything. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not just your your Vaseline and your lubricants and. No shit. Well, fuck. What are we gonna? <laughs> There's always hemp oil. Yeah, I was going to say. Always hemp dude, oil. Dude, the Serious CBD. It works great. Awesome natural. Looking for a little lube. Yeah. Yep. Works like a charm every anyway. time. <laughs> is it time yet? Yeah, uh, it is. No, we have about five minutes. Play play, play the, the next one. I was trying to get you guys out of dirty mop head time. I'm sorry. We have a little bit more dirty mop head. Would that to, include to big through. pharma goods? It would, wouldn't it? What? Yeah. Petroleum. Yeah, uh, it would. Yeah, because a lot of them are made with petroleum. Except they're not made here in the U.S. She said U.S. petroleum Yeah, products. that's true. U.S. petroleum products. Good point. Which are cleaner than other petroleum products. Yes. Mm-hmm. This fucking yep. used Q-tip. In 2020, when Congress was debating uh, funding for replenishing the SPR yeah. uh, at a low price, Democrats blocked it, saying that it was a bailout for big oil. But now, President so Biden said I, today that it would be a, a good Yeah, I know that. exactly what you're talking about. You're talking about when uh, Donald Trump was trying to sell it at $20 uh, per per, uh, per barrel to buy, to, yeah, to buy it. Look, it was a different time then. It was not the same situation that we are currently in. The reserve was close to full capacity at that time, and so there was no reason uh, to... Uh, to to you know to make that type of uh, repurchase really 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 no reason right it was a different time then how many more barrels could you burn then you stupid bitch and there's no foresight it was a different time then and 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 we 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 denied it because we didn't you know we couldn't look down the road and we didn't think donald trump would lose These fucking twats. I know. All of them are cunts. I know. All they really are. They're all cunts. They really are. Mophead. Yep. And R. Kelly, a great couple. <laughs> but she's a lesbian. He, he's going to sing a new song, You Can't Rape Me Like That. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't worry. It'd be the remix to oh. The Other Ignition. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. I'm a cheeky fucker. Space Cat Coyote, we know he didn't lose. They cheated. We're well aware. Not going to shy away from delivering for the American people. He's not going to shy away from from a record that you all have seen for the past twenty months. That is just that an economic policy, economic plans, economic legislation, and now laws that is working for the middle class. Okay. It's working for me, bitch. Please. No, it's not. Yeah, exactly. I go to the gas pump every day and about shit my pants. Get the fuck out of here. I make him do his own laundry, folks. I don't play those games. Fuck. That's hey, Liana. That's what you got to give to Genesepi. You got to tell her that Biden, he, she's got to go call those, uh, the uh, speedos that she's making with the brown stains. Those have got to be called the Biden trunks because literally he shits his pants and you shit your pants as a result of his policies. Yes. All the fucking time. (sighs) I know. Oh, this is great. Yes. We'll, we'll do a little Nancy Pelosi before, um, everybody get your vodka, get ready to drink, start, start packing up those bowls though. Cause we're going to, we're going to go to that ready. right after, right after yeah, Pelosi yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Boop. 
But in some cases, there's no substitute for experience. And I think that what we have been through with the legislation under the leadership of President Biden, who has done a spectacular job, he's had a better two years than most uh, presidents that you can name, certainly in the recent generations. Uh, He's done a spectacular job. Hold on. No, no, no. We got to do this. (sighs) We got to do this. Absolutely right, babe. He's done a spectacular job. Spectacular job. Spectacular job. He's done more in two years. To fuck us than any one president in most recent history. Um, Maybe she's talking about Trump. He is really great at ruining the country. You're right, Lindsay. And yes, Thorne, I also need to be at her level of drunk and high. I'm halfway there with the drunk. In case you guys uh, missed last night when uh, a non-lone ranger, I don't know where he is tonight, uh, asked what I was drinking. This is my own homemade Irish cream. I gave the recipe out last night. Uh, I'll do a video on it too and put it up on Freedom Garden. So there's lots of shorts up on there right now. And I'm putting together a compilation full-length video here. But anyway. yeah, halfway there on the drunk because this is a lot of alcohol in it, and it's time to get on the high. No, we're not going to go to Dirty Mophead. No, fuck okay. that bitch. I mean, we'll get back to her, but for now, all right, fuck that bitch. We 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 need we need to do this. It's it's almost four twenty on the East Coast, West Coast. You mean. West Coast? Yes, it's really good Irish cream. I'm glad you're still out there floating in left field. A little bit. It is right now. 420 everywhere. You're right, Thorne. We need weed therapy after seeing that. So quick rundown on some news stories. Well, Mike gets another beer. Uh, we talked yesterday about how Kanye bought Parlor. Uh, no, he 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 bought it. Yep. Right after, and his name is legally Yay now. Yeah, it's Yay. It's like Kanye Yay, even though it's Ye, it's Whatever. Yay. Anyway, um, must be Chinese. They sent out a. They, they sent out a mass email to their VIP users, right? Their version of the blue check marks. Um, but normally when you send out a mass email like that, you blind copy everyone, right? Especially if you're sending it out to like, you know, important people like uh, the Trump family and, um, you know, uh, all the... the Charlie Kirk and Ben Shapiro and Tim Poole and all like the high level guys. And, you know, um, yeah, they didn't do that. They just carbon copied everyone. So everyone got everyone else's personal email address or verified email address that they used to set up their parlor account. Cool beans. Good job. Good job, parlor. That's pretty fucking hysterical. Um, but yes, Kanye did did buy Parlor. Somebody get me uh, 
fucking Ben Shapiro's email. Hmm. Right. I like to talk to that squeaky little twerp. Yeah. He has a squeaky little twerp. twerp. So, uh, I, I don't even want to talk about this story, to be honest with you. I know we have to. Uh, I'm tired of hearing this. And if I hear <laughs> another person say this, I think I'm going to walk up and bitch slap them in the face um, because I'm done with it. Uh, the moral, 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 the moral of the Durham trials: jurors won't convict sources if the FBI's wanted their bait. Okay. Uh, Special Counsel John Durham has made a calculated decision to transfer his only criminal trials of Clinton lawyer Michael Sussman and the Steele dossier source Igor Danchenko into forms for telling the story of the FBI's pursuit of unsubstantiated Russian collusion narrative. All right, look, folks. Um, I'm tired of this. Um, I'm. I don't know about you all. I'm fucking tired about talking about Durham, like fucking Durham walks on water or some bullshit like this. I'm tired of saying that this was a moral. I'm tired of hearing that this was a moral victory, not so much a physical victory. Tired of hearing. He was acquitted on all charges. I, I'm tired of hearing that. Well, we made our point. No, we didn't. Oh, that we entered. We got the evidence entered. What, no. what evidence? No. No, you didn't. That court record will be sealed now. And unless you're a person who's within the know, you're not going to be able to access that record. Uh, I'm, I'm not doing it. Not playing that game. Nope. Nope. There's no good news that came out of that. It just proves to me that Durham has done absolutely nothing but waste our fucking time, get our hopes up, and then fucking destroy it. So, no, I, I don't fucking care. I don't want to hear it anymore. Durham's a psyop. Durham's been a psyop from the get-go to keep the rest of us in check. <coughs> I'm tired of the game. <coughs> Folks, I, I, I know. I get it. Y'all are tired of hearing me saying that, but I really am. Tired of the games. I'm 45 fucking years old. Too old to play games anymore. I don't play games. So, fuck this. Except sex games. Those are fun. Uh, yeah okay those those have their things they have their times unless you're in germany then it doesn't work out so well for you but and you can't pronounce the safe word it's very difficult there are all sorts of things that happen in the red light district in germany but I, i'm just saying i'm done with durham i'm done with hearing oh it's a moral victory no it's not a fucking moral victory we didn't fucking win History is written by the winners for a fucking reason. Stop being a bunch of bitches. Let's step up and start fucking winning. Yep. I, I, this pisses me off. Oh, Durham. Durham's going to save the day. Where's he saving the day, folks? Why? Because Q mentioned his name three times in a post. That um, you can take that any way you want. Durham, Durham, Durham. It's like Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. You're an annoying fucking piece of shit. All you've done is annoy us. Is, is Durham, Durham real? real? That's who knows. Uh, that's an even better question. Because why do we get the standard picture of Durham from a fucking Washington Post fucking expose done like three years ago on the guy? Yet there are no updated pictures of the motherfucker. Why is that? Mm -hmm. I don't know. 
I, I'm done. Fuck it. Fuck Durham. Durham is not here to save us. The only people that are going to save us is us. That's it. I heard that on high authority too. Mm. For instance, this is a perfect example right here. Mm. Biden pressured, pressured the El Paso, Texas mayor to cover up the border crisis, to not file the documents Declaring a state of emergency in El Paso, Texas. Yeah. We have the proof. We have the fucking proof. Quid pro quo. Right here. What did he promise her? What the fuck did Biden promise her? If you morons who wrote this story didn't go look into this. Then you're fucking idiots because I already know that's the next follow on question. What did he promise you if you didn't do it? Well, uh, I didn't know we were going there, but hold on one second. Cause I have, uh, um, anyway, this story goes on. Democratic Mayor uh, Oscar Lazer said in a phone conversation last month that Biden administration pressured him into not declaring a state of emergency over the crisis. A city council member told the Post thousands of illegal immigrants have poured over the border into El Paso, filling the city's shelters and hotels and straining its services. Now, mind you, guys, mind you, understand this is the same motherfucking mayor. He's a Democrat. That filled, what, 12, uh, 23 of the 45 buses that went to New York City to drop illegal immigrants off in New York City? This is the same dude. Well, this is, this is, uh, this is. What, what do you want to bet? Biden said, look, we'll overlook this whole New York City thing. We'll keep you on the up and up in the Democratic Party. If you just stop shipping the migrants up here. And don't declare a state of emergency. What do you want to bet that was the deal that was made? Politically, it makes sense. Because right now this mayor's fucked because he just went against his own party by shipping immigrants or illegal immigrants up to New York City and Washington, D.C. Oh. But if he makes the deal behind the door and says, look, We'll overlook this. We'll keep you good with the Democrats. But right now, I need you to not declare a state of emergency, and you need to stop sending these immigrants up here. Why not? It's October surprise, baby. You never know what you're going to get. You get a cock up the ass. You can be fucking sitting there. Next thing you know, Biden's behind you sniffing in your ear. Sniffing your hair. Sniffing your child's hair. Well, go ahead, play this one real quick. I've been holding on to this one for a minute. It's a couple days old. Yeah, he's in pink. And uh, do you have any message for President Biden? We, we thank him for accepting us for living here. Thanks, Joe. There you go. Thanks, Joe. We thank him for accepting us for you living here. You fucking traitorous bastard. Yep. If... I got, I got a little message, too, for my Republican friends that still listen to this show, if you do. 
don't really fucking care if you don't, but got to tell you, if you do, for my Republican friends out there, let me tell you something. If you get a hold of this thing and we somehow skate through this election this year and you guys are in office within the first 30 days, if there are not impeachment procedures brought forth in both the House and the Senate, um, you can guarantee that come next election cycle, if there is a next election cycle, that you will not be in office anymore, period. If there is not any validation and liquidation of the current administration, what has happened to the current administration, what the fuck they're doing, they, and there's not impeachment across the board, fucking impeach them I don't fucking want to talk to you. Yep. If there is not validation, certification, everything else to include an investigation into the COVID thing, you're out in your fucking hindquarters. If again, there is no validation, any certification, anything to what happened in 2020, one more time, you will be out on your fucking rump. And we will make sure that that happens. Understand the U.S. people are pissed. They are sick of seeing this shit. They're tired of your fucking bullshit. They don't want to see politics anymore. Go ahead. Play your politic game. Fuck you. Remember two things, folks. These are two very important points. One of them was brought up this morning. I, I want to say I heard it on Liana's show, but I might have heard it somewhere else. But Liana, I'm sure, will catch it and qu correct me quick if I'm wrong. Remember when the FBI was built? The FBI was essentially built to spy on U.S. citizens. Under Hoover and under, at the time, uh, the president was Eisenhower. The FBI was spying on American citizens who did not approve of either Hoover or the president at the time, Eisenhower, and what he was doing. Remember that. This is all really important. That's how the FBI was founded. Why is that important, Mick? What are they doing today, fuckers? They're spying on American people. They're trying to convert and context the Constitution and the law to fit what they need and what they want. Not, it's gotten to the point now it's all about what you can prove in a court of law was the old saying. If you can get that far. Now it's not even about that. It's if you can get to court. Yeah. If they'll even hear the case. This shit is getting that ridiculous. Well, we're well past that. But you were, you brought up New York and Eric Adams and uh, the, the migrant buses. Yep. Descending on them. Oh, we got more. Uh, oh, we got some good. Uh, James O'Keefe's back at it, folks. Oh, yeah. And this is outstanding. And I love this because this shows how hypocritical they really fucking are. Those dirty scum sucking sons of bitches. So the Republicans were like, here, here's here are 11,000 people we don't want to deal with. I think what Abbott was doing has like proven effective. Like it's flooded our system. And frankly, I don't know how much Biden is going to appreciate having a mayor be like, hey, you owe Blue City's money because of this migrant crisis. Eventually, it's going to make Biden look bad, which we're a month out from the midterm. It's a very perilous situation for him. And I don't know that Eric Adams is like capable enough to navigate it. And ultimately, it's like us struggling to comply with our own laws, like our right to shelter laws. The city has a right to shelter law. No one in the city is supposed to sleep on the street. People do, but they do it by choice. And like our laws state, we have to take care of it. That is the law of the city. The law is not designed to say, like, we want asylum seekers to come to New York City. That's not the design of the law. Can we just, like, amend our right to shelter laws? I mean, we could. We're choosing not to. Oh, it's, like... Like, we could repeal it. There was talk about, like, us 
just limiting the number of migrants we would accept. Um, and I'm glad that we didn't do it that way. And if the mayor did that, everyone would resign. They'd be like, all right, I'm out. Like, this guy. I have colleagues in government who are going to resign if the mayor put a cap on immigrants. If he was like, after 20,000, like, we're not taking care of them, they were going to resign over it. How many will we accept? All of them. Like, we don't like it, but we'll take as many as they keep sending. So I think the optics of this are bad for Biden and they're bad for the mayor. And I think Biden's saying like, all right, I'm just going to give away money to New York City because like they can't take care of these migrants is going to just be bad politics for him. The city is broke, uh, which makes me very nervous as someone who is paid by the city. Uh, we're anticipating like a $10 billion budget deficit by 2026 right now. There was free money from the government for the last two years because of COVID. Yeah. All of that's gone. Can you just raise the taxes? The mayor doesn't want to. I mean, that is an option. Or we could like reduce services, just not give people enough stuff. I don't know, pick something. Department for the aging, immigrants. Like, we're housing immigrants right now from Texas. It would be very easy to be like, nope, not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dude, they're they're not migrants from Texas. Yeah, no shit. They're from fucking other countries. And uh, guess what? No. <laughs> You're a sanctuary city. You get mm-hmm. to deal with it. Yep. Hey, you said you wanted them. Yep. Oh, you, you want to take all of them? Fucking, you have all two million of them. You got them, baby. Hey, you got all these empty office buildings and empty apartments in New York City because everyone moved out. More than two million people have moved out of New York City in the last Easy. two years. Easy. I can, you can house them. Have them. Yeah, but those are nice brownstones. Brown people don't belong in brownstones? That's a racist thing to say. But that's what they'll say. Well, that's true. Come on now. <laughs> They're only supposed to be here to clean it, not uh, to fucking live in it. You've heard that before. Uh, yes. And I know you have. Yeah, you heard, I heard, I just, I just saw a flashback clip the other day of that, uh, Blonde bitch saying, um, uh, well, if you get rid of all the migrants, who's going to clean Trump's toilets? <laughs> and, the, and they were like, oh, she's like, no, I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, it's too late. Yeah, now, no, dumb you bitch. sure did. But yeah. no, no, no. Like, no, no. What I'm talking about is. Yes, it, Kelly Osborne. Thank you. In New York City, when uh, we, my parents moved to New York City, we moved into a mostly Italian neighborhood. It was a straight Italian neighborhood. Yep. And the label Mick was thrown on my family because we're Irish. Yep. Um, and uh, kind of happens that way. Whatever. We give a fuck. But it was really funny because like when we moved in, oh, great. You know, those guys are, are, are moving in the neighborhood. There goes the fucking neighborhood. Yeah. Those dumb. Fucking those fucking mix. dumb Micks. You know, yep. that's that's what fucking happens. The O'Fallies moved in down the fucking road. Great. There goes the fucking neighborhood. Shit, we got to fucking move out now. Let's go. We'll go to Yonkers. Yonkers is so much better. <laughs> fucking bullshit. Moving to Yonkers. Let's go. And, but, then they, uh, and then they went from Yonkers to Westchester. <laughs> and then they even went further than that. Then they went to Connecticut. And they ended up in the Connecticut area. And they're still there. And they're still there. Mm-hmm. Funny shit, though. Still funny shit. We know, because we moved to Connecticut. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, the vast majority of the people coming across don't really meet the criteria for asylum. There's a lot of fraudulent asylum claims that are being made. I'm really concerned about the people of Arizona. We've had five million people come in and we've had a million of them called gotaways. That means we're not even processing them. They want to avoid capture because they have criminal records. We need to vet people coming into our country. We have a great legal immigration system, a very generous legal immigration system, but we can't afford to take on the world's problems right now when so many Americans are struggling, so many Arizonans are struggling. And I'm really concerned about the number of um, seizures we've had with fentanyl coming across the border. It is the number one killer of young people in this country, and it's coming through Arizona. We're no longer going to allow the cartels to have operational control of our border. So Carrie Lake went on CNN this weekend. Obviously, Obviously. State of the Union. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of their primetime premiere shows mm-hmm. and destroyed the anchor, apparently. Uh, yes. And then Katie Hobbs went on right after her, but we'll get to that in a second. Let's let's finish hearing what Katie likes. Uh, let's Carrie Lake turn to, to another issue fade, wait, wait, facing your state, and that is the influx oh, of shit. migrants yeah, at the southern border. I mean, they can hear it. I mean, they can hear it. Is wait, was what? that the same? Oh. No, it's a different one. Okay. I think I just had them backwards. A lot of these individuals are seeking asylum. They yeah, are fleeing yeah. political violence. This was the question like Guatemala she was and Honduras. Yep. Do you accept that the U.S. has a responsibility to accept those asylum seekers? Well, the vast majority. And yeah. we've already heard the answer, so okay. I'm not going to play that again. But you've heard the question now. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep it like this for now and just do this. There you go. You called the 2020 election corrupt stolen, rotten, and rigged. And there was no evidence of any of that presented in a court of law or anywhere else that any of those things are true. So why do you keep saying that? Well, there's plenty of evidence. We had 740,000 ballots with no chain of custody. Those ballots shouldn't have been counted. We had election Where is the evidence in that? Dana, there's plenty of evidence. You can find it. I can, I can, I'm happy to send it to your team. The problem is the media won't cover it. And they're, we've covered really this extensively. And, and what you just said has been only debunked. one side of it. Dana. The real issue, Dana, is that the people don't trust our elections. They haven't since 2000. I'm a reporter. I've been sitting on your side of the desk for a long time. And since 2000, we have Americans who don't trust our elections. In 2000, in 2004, they didn't trust the elections. In 2016, Kamala Harris, Amy Klobuchar, and Hillary Clinton, everybody on the Democrat side said the election had problems. Ms. Lake, there definitely has been some of that. But I want to say in 2000, Al Gore conceded. In 2004, John Kerry conceded. In 2016, Hillary Clinton conceded. And we didn't see that in 2020. That's the difference. And so the question is, are you undermining faith in elections by saying that the 2020 election was stolen when there's absolutely no evidence to support that. Dana, in 2018, Stacey Abrams never conceded she still hasn't. I don't hear CNN calling her an election denier. We have the right, it's protected with our First Amendment to question our government and to question elections. No question. We still have the First Amendment. Yeah. We still have the First Amendment. And when you start seeing the media cancel people for questioning their government, then there, that's when we have a problem. I, I a totally agree about the First Amendment. You and I are uh, benefiting from the First Amendment as we speak. So I couldn't agree with you more on that. Bitch, please. 
Yeah. Oh, there's no evidence whatsoever. No evidence. No, none. No, none. none. Remember, none. folks, no evidence. Yeah. No evidence. No evidence whatsoever. Let's not take into account all down ballot votes. We're all different. Yep. We're not going to take any of that into account. Fuck that. What am I talking about? Uh, let's look ahead, Dana, and let's Dana? let's talk I'm about Dana. the 2022 election. Will you accept the results of your election, Miss Lake? I'm I'm running against a twice convicted racist who cost the state taxpayers three million dollars because of her hatred for people of color. She paid a woman of color in her office thirty thousand dollars less than men doing the same job. Last week, we learned she held a slave auction, a mock slave auction in high school. We saw her running from a black reporter hiding in the bathroom from him. I'm not going to lose this election because I'm going to talk to Katie Hobbs. I'm going to talk to Katie Hobbs right after we're done. We'll never elect a racist like Katie Hobbs. My question is, will you accept the results of your election in November? I'm going to win the election and I will accept that result. If you lose, will you accept that? I'm going to win the election and I will accept that result because the people will never, the people of Arizona will never support and vote for a coward like Katie Hobbs who won't show up on a debate stage. She's single-handedly destroying a 20-year tradition of gubernatorial debates because of her cowardice. Thunder. So I know. Thunder kicks. I'm 100% confident of that. We have the ideas, common sense ideas that people want. And we're seeing Democrats pour over and vote for us right now. I've I've had many people reach out and say they're voting for us. So the Democrat party is faltering. It's not the party of solutions. It's the party that has caused the problems that we're in right now. I really appreciate you coming on. She got that BDE going on. Oh, she sure does. And yes, Tara, she won every single county. in Every single county. So now her counterpart. There's one behind it. There's one behind it. Yeah. Look, see, it's kind of hidden there. There it is. Just play this real quick. This is awesome. I'm actually shocked you asked that question. <laughs> well, actually, answer. I have to give you a tough one once in a while. <laughs> you know, I, I did a little. Actually, Anthony. Anthony, how old are you? Twenty. Are you a journalist? No. Well, you did better research than half these people. Um, let's talk about election deniers. Here's 150 examples of Democrats denying election results. Oh wow! Look at this. This is from this is from uh, Joe Biden's press secretary. Reminder: Brian Kemp stole the gubernatorial election from Georgians and Stacey Abrams. Democrats saying that is that an election denier? Oh, look at this. Just heard Republican Ryan Costello said it would be difficult for Stacey Abrams to win because she lost her state bid, but yet she's still claiming she never lost. This is over Hillary Clinton. Trump is an illegitimate president. Is she an election denier? This one says, was the 2016 election legitimate? It now definitely is a question worth asking. That's the Los Angeles Times. So it's okay for Democrats to question elections, but it's not okay for Republicans. It's a crock of BS. Every one of you knows it. We have our freedom of speech and we're not gonna relinquish it to a bunch of fake news propagandists. If you want a copy of these, I'm sure that we're Anthony would help you get a copy and help you learn how to be journalists. But look it up. It's been happening for a long time. Since 2000, people have questioned the legitimacy of our elections. And all we're asking is that in the future we don't have to have power. When I'm governor, excuse me, when I'm governor, we're going to make sure we have honest elections. We want the Democrats, the independents, and the Republicans to all know that their vote counted. We want fair, 
honest and transparent elections. And we're going to deliver that for the people. But just remember, guys, this is one page after Hillary Clinton says George W. Bush was selected president, not elected. So let's start. If you're going to start throwing around terms like election denier, let's remember who the other election deniers were. Hillary Clinton and all the Democrats. Next question. Damn. I can love it. You're right. You're absolutely right, QE boy. Uh, she does need the gangster Liana, glasses. Liana, you've got to show me how to do the gangster glasses in the blunt where I can throw it on them with the music playing in the background because <gasps> holy fuck. That is, dude, if you dude, all want to learn dude, how to dude, do dude, your job, dude, dude, you all want to learn how to do your job for my man, Brian here, you can Anthony, take lessons. <laughs> this 20 year old kid knows how to look things up on the internet better than he do. Holy fucking <laughs> shit. I know. And, I'm right there with you. I want her to be true. You know, she says all the right things. Thank she, you. She comes thank at you. Him. As soon as she was done talking, I had this happen. Yeah. This immediately happened. It's a trap. That is immediately the thought that pumped in, popped into my mind. Exactly. It's a trap. Yep. Don't, because every time I think good about these people, <sighs> I find something out that I just want to fucking go and rip their goddamn throats out over. I know. I know. I know. Fuck. Well, but you know what? Even if she is a plant, she's still better than fucking Katie Hobbs. Yeah, because can't wait. I can't wait till you guys get to watch. This. Oh my god! Watch this world salad that this fucking hits a fucking so fan. Ridiculous. This is like a marine who said, "Does it really sound like marine when shit hits the fan?" And this is what he did, and he actually threw shit at a fan. <laughs> if it pop up, there it goes. They're not going to look at their ballot. And well, say, she just came it. and sat down. Hobbs didn't debate her opponent. She just came and sat down with me and, and answered my questions for for a lot of minutes. Um, yeah, a lot of Democrats are questioning your decision and they're saying, you know, it's the wrong decision. President Biden's former 2020 co-chair said I would debate and I would want the people of Arizona to know what my platform is. If you think she's as dangerous as you're saying to democracy, is it your responsibility as a candidate who wants to run Arizona to show and explain who their alternative is? That is exactly what I'm doing right now. And there is a lot more ability to have a conversation with you without her interruptions and shouting uh, to do that. Uh, hold on, folks. Stand by. I, I don't. She, I, no, no. Stand by. She interrupts me. Stop. She hurts my feelings. Stop. Stop. She yells at me. I, I, I just heard something <laughs> that just made me laugh hysterically on the inside. <sighs> And I'm about to bring it to you all. So that way you all <laughs> laugh on the outside. Folks, her name is not Katie. Her name is Karen Hobbs. <laughs> After hearing that voice, seeing the way she's so, so astutely dressed. Tell me, ladies, would you be caught in that fucking getup? I mean, Grape Ape has got more style than fucking the fucking Bell Witch over there. Um, I mean, the orange is not her color. <laughs> no, no. And I wonder how old she is. Is her, her and Carrie the I mean, it's same hard, age? It's hard to say. Because if so, of them. she's been ridden hard and put away. Wet. They all suck on. Well, I mean, she wears a lot. Maybe she isn't sucking on the blood of children. The rest of them are. I think she's trying to suck on some fucking cactuses. Holy shit. Look at that bitch. Ugh. Ugh. 
Her husband has must have to look in a mirror when he's fucking her at night. I'm just saying. <laughs> what a beautiful yikes! What a beautiful beard you have, baby. <laughs> oh God! I, yeah, she's like a cat lady with no cats. Is that a five o'clock shadow? She's a crazy cat lady with no cats. <laughs> she is. I bet she stinks of ammonia. <laughs> Real quick, inflation is near its highest level mm -hmm. in four decades. You heard me ask Carrie Lake yeah. about Phoenix, highest mm -hmm. inflation in the country. Democrats control the House, the Senate, the White House. Does President Biden bear some responsibility for inflation that we're seeing that are affecting people's everyday lives? Inflation in Arizona is being largely driven by skyrocketing housing costs. Uh, and we have to do more about housing. We need to build more, bottom line. Housing. We need to build more. Bottom line, but that requires housing. gasoline. So but that, I don't like fossil fuels. No, 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 but, no. We we need to build more houses so that all the people from California can come here and vote for me. Yeah, yeah. Because I need blue. I'm blue. Look at Tara jumping in on the research. Hobbs is 52. Lake is 53. Well, Carrie Lake looks a hell of a lot better than Katie. Hobbs. Let me tell you something. Hobbs has been she, written hard she, and put away she should, she should go see a hairdresser and, and do something about that those things, she right? might want to do something about that manly like shoulder stance the, the gray, that she has she looks like is, a linebacker is rough. she's not doing real well there in the old home front yeah cat hoarder yes she probably is that's why i'm saying she probably stinks of ammonia just saying <sighs> ugh, ugh. it already get, makes me all right <laughs> all right so i told you about my worst day in the military let me tell you about my worst day putting up garage doors. Oh God. So I get sent to this house and I have oh, to, God. I have to install this garage door, right? I'm there. So this is, I get there at about a little after 1130 in the morning. It's the middle of July in Georgia. Currently in Georgia on this day, it happened to be about a hundred and like nine degrees outside. Okay. Just to give you an idea how hot it was. All right. With like 109% humidity. I walk up to the door. I pull into the driveway and I see like a litter of cats just like disappear going to the 25 different winds. And I'm thinking to myself, fucking wonderful. I have a full door install and replacement. He's allergic to cats generally. All right. I fucking hate doing this shit. All right. I open this garage door and I got to tell you folks. I almost passed out. The smell was fucking hideous. The floor had about an inch and a half of cat shit and piss all over it inside this garage. There were close to 30 some odd cats in there. It was fucking gross. I had to sit there, put this fucking door up. Take out her old door that every panel reeked of cat piss. Like I could not get that smell out of the back of my truck for about a fucking month. It like just hung around like a leech. It was fucking gross. Again, I make him do his own laundry. Thank God. When she came home that night, I was out back in a 55, half a 55 gallon barrel drum burning all of my clothes <laughs> all i was butt naked just taking this fucking stir stirring my clothes because there is no way i was getting those clothes clean none 
absolutely none. Yeah, uh, Doc, I'm right there with you. And his boss even said the same thing. Like, are you fucking crazy? Just t- just say no. Like at that point, charge them for the visit. Like charge them for the service call and refuse to do the job. No, you have to clean that shit out. I cannot work in that. That is disgusting, unsanitary. Like, I mean, to- toxoplasmosis. Hello. Um, no. That was the worst day. And I he literally did it. I, I, I did the whole job. I got the whole fucking thing done. I, I did. All right. I, he, I, I did charge you extra. I got in my truck. I, I got the check. Charged I got my truck and I left. I, I didn't even go back to work. I was like, fuck off. Y'all have a great day. I'm gone. And I was fucking, yeah. I swear to God, I, I, I went two, straight home. 250 for a biohazard fee. I Absolutely. got fucking, well, and it's funny because that was like my first like year working there. It was, it was so it was like on. very early on. And the company was just getting off the ground. So we were trying blah, not blah, to blah, ruffle any feathers. Off. Yeah. Now you're like, fuck you. Oh, no, no, no. no. Oh, oh, 316219. No, no, no. There were black flies. There were black flies all over the fucking place. Yeah. And I know for a second when they landed on me, they were landing on a fucking pile of cat shit. Not even seconds from that. Oh, I, oh my God. That's why I went home. I took all my clothes. I got butt naked in the backyard. I stuffed them all in a 55 gallon drum. She comes walking in the house and she goes, what the fuck is that smell? And my clothes are burning in the barrel. And she goes, what is that? And I was like, all my work clothes. And she goes, is that why you're butt naked standing out in the backyard? Yep. Um, She's like that type of day. I said, yep. yep. She said, should I ask? I <laughs> said, nope. No. And she said, okay, I'm going to go take a shower. <laughs> uh liana yes um he is allergic to cats however I, that's why i said oh you have siamese and i had no problem uh loving on your cats because siamese and persians and himalayans which are a hybrid siamese persian they actually have hair they, they don't have fur. correct they have hair they don't have fur so they don't have dander and that's what he's allergic to so he is not aller- allergic to siamese persians or uh or himalayans um but he he is allergic to domestic short hairs, which is why our stray cat that moved with us—it's not stray anymore—lives in, in my son lives room. in our son's room. He stays on the she stays on the other side of the house. So anyway, uh, he I, didn't, I didn't have a beard. He didn't then. have a beard at the time at because that, at uh, that time I was still shaving because I was working for the fire department. Yeah, Cuba boy said I'm surprised you didn't shave your beard off as well. Otherwise, he would have. So that's just nasty. Anyway, all right, we didn't play um, this one yet. We no, we didn't. One, one more, one, one more, more Kitty Hobbs. Yeah, one see more crazy this dumb bitch, Karen Cat Lady Hobbs. Fucking wacko! Look at her. She just looks retarded. She does. So, can you clarify? Do you support any legal limits on abortion in Arizona? Look, the fact is right now that we are under an extreme 15-week ban that limits healthcare options for women who need them. Uh, there's the potential. Uh, for a complete ban. Right now, that ban is in the courts, but under uh, my opponent's administration, she would support a full ban. She's called this a great law. She doesn't support any exceptions what do for you rape support? or incest. Uh, look, when you're talking about late-term abortion, that is incredibly, extremely rare. And it's happening if there is, if that conversation is happening, it's because there's something that's gone incredibly wrong in the pregnancy. And Doc, politicians do not belong in that decision. But what there do you no support? What size... should the limits be? The, the decision about abortion should be between a patient and their doctor. So there should be no limits in the law? It should only be decided in the medical office? 
government making these kind of mandates interferes with the care that doctors need to provide to their patients. They don't belong in these decisions. Okay. So just to be clear, if you uh, become governor, you will push for a law that has absolutely no limits in any point of the pregnancy on abortion. That's your position. That's what you would want to be the law of the land in Arizona. The fact is right now that we have very limited options and that we need to get politicians out of the way and let doctors provide the care that they are trained to provide the health care that their patients need. Politicians don't belong in those decisions. This man, I, this is a rough one for me because I kind of agree with that. I, I, I disagree okay. to a point, uh, okay. but I kind of agree with what she's saying. I would agree with that if if it was true what she said <laughs> in the beginning, that the only reason that doctors do late term abortions is because of the desperate need of the mother or, or the child. Correct. That is not the case. But that, however. that is not the case. Okay. We know the, they're abusing it. Correct. We know that. Correct. They are. They pushed it too far. They're abusing it. Yep. That's why we're like, no, not there. Because if it came, because almost, and and I think every state should have this, but almost every state that has passed what they call a, an abortion ban, which is really just a limit on when you can get abortions. I don't believe anyone has flat out. Oh yeah, no, there are. Oh, okay, some states have flat out banned abortions, but. Um, Kansas, I think, or not Kansas, but uh, 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 was it uh, Indiana was the first one, I, I, I believe. Was it Indiana? Anyway. I thought it was Indiana that was the first one but to anyway, say. Nope. But, but even, but most states that have banned abortions or put a limit on abortions still say that if the life of the mother is in danger, that, you know, it's. No, I'm it's sorry. Missouri. Missouri has there put a go. flat out ban. They there were the go. ones that signed it the day Correct. that Roe, they had the law that was yes. sitting on the books that said, hey, look, if Roe ever gets overturned, we've already approved this law. Yep. This law will immediately go into effect. And those states that don't have that, that codicil for the life of the mother, um, rape or incest, then uh, those most of those are in court right now. But no, I, I, I get what you're saying. I'm not arguing what you're saying. What I'm saying, though, is I being a proponent and I'm looking at this from completely a political aspect. OK, before being a proponent for small government, I agree with the premise of what she's saying. There is no reason that a politician should be in a doctor's office with you and your doctor while your doctor's talking about what he's going to do to you. Yep. There is no fucking reason for that. That is a complete invasion of our privacy. I agree with that premise of it. And I would think that in a small government environment, that wouldn't exist. Yeah. I need the government for essentially four out of my things. Business on, on every case. The fifth thing is they just need to leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. But no, the I four agree. other things I need the government for. Are, are, the, are the big ones. You know, I need the strategic defense. Hey, you know, I want to make sure that nobody comes and fucks our way of life up. Hey, I need you to be honest about that too, by the way. And we need some sort of law enforcement body that governs all. I think that's a fair, it doesn't need to be an actual, they don't need to be actual law enforcement. They just need to watch out what all the other police departments are doing throughout the country to make sure we're regulatory. 
That's all I'm saying. Personally, I think abortion should be banned for everything except for um, fetal needs or needs of the mother. And, one of the two. And incest. And that's only because and only of by the, decision. Only by decision yes, of the and mother. That's only because of the the prevalence of genetic retardation and everything else down blah, the line. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, so Understand that, that. That's it. Yeah. Uh, the life of the mother. The, the but either the, way, the baby. I'm, I'm just saying that. I don't think the government should be there inserting that in that office, in that setting. And I already deal with government healthcare. Trust me, you don't, you don't, you don't understand the questions I was asked. I was asked, are, uh, do you feel mentally healthy? Do you feel uh, aware and fit to be where you are at today? No. <laughs> what if I told you that? What if I told you right now I took so many shrooms Did before I-, I walked in this office that right now I'm somewhere in between cloud nine and floor 24. Do they ever ask you if you feel threatened at home? If you feel safe in your environment? No, they've never asked me that. Because that's what they ask me every time I go in. Really? Oh yeah. You didn't know that? Yeah. They asked me if I'm going to kill them. No, they ask me every if time. If I'm going to kill you. If I ever feel threatened at home, if I feel safe in my environment, if, um, yeah, it, like if there's. I'm the, that's the that's the line of question. Wow, yeah. that's what the family members get asked. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. interesting. That's not interesting. Interesting. So, yep. Yeah. So the VA asked him. Okay, so Fat Cannon, uh, Fat Conan says the VA asked me if I have a safe home life and I'm a dude. Interesting. So, <laughs> I liked how you spelled that, dude. That's cool. Yeah, I'm a dude, <laughs> dude. <So>. Hey, dude. <laughs> What's up, dude? I'm dude. Anyway, uh, Leanna was asking if we're going to play with Stacey Abrams. Said yes, we are. But first, how do we get to that? We're going to get to that, but play this one first because this is the precursor, to even though it happened afterwards, yeah. because um, just just you'll see what I mean. In Georgia, the president's endorsed candidate for governor, Stacey Abrams, is suggesting that one, may, one way to mitigate the effects of inflation is to get an abortion. Does President Biden agree? Uh, I did not see her comments on this, so I don't know the context of this. Again, I want to be careful because this is a political debate, uh, and it, it's related to a midterm and election. Uh, so I, this is, I'm not going to comment on that. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Don't say a fucking word. Shut your mouth over there in the chair. Be quiet. I don't want you to say a thing. I'm just going to clip right over so that way you hear exactly. So that way we're as educated as that retard. Ready? Here we go, folks. More so. Look at this railroad track fucking, oh my God. Uh, I would assume, maybe incorrectly, but while abortion is an issue, it nowhere reaches the level of interest of voters in terms of the cost of gas, food, bread, milk, things like that. What can a governor, what could you do as governor to alleviate the concerns of Georgia voters about those livability, daily, hourly issues that they're confronted with? But let's be clear. Having children is why you're worried about your price for gas. It's why you're concerned about how much food costs. For women, this is not a reductive issue. You can't divorce being forced to carry an unwanted pregnancy from the economic realities of having a child. And so these are, it's important for us to have both and conversations. We don't have the luxury of reducing it or separating them out, but we also have to talk about what a governor can do. What a governor can do. You know, we need abortions to fix inflation. That's that, what she just said. That's exactly you what are, she said. You are worried about the price of gas and putting food on your table because of your kids. So don't have any kids. Kill your kids. So just get abortions. Just That's it. Just get abortions. Let's all go get abortions. You get Actually, an abortion. I, you get an abortion. You get an abortion. 
I don't I don't even want to I don't even want to go on with her. I do want to play this though. Um I don't give a fuck about her. Do you guys care about Fetterman? I don't give a fuck about Fetterman or Bernie Sanders for that matter. Um to be quite honest, to be quite honest with you. This was quite disgusting though because this is what they're doing to your children right now. This was in Texas. Old Texas. Yeah, this was in Texas. Lindsay, what's going on in Texas? Lindsay. Oh, Lindsay. You see that toddler behind her? Yeah. What's going on down there in Texas? She's literally like... It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. I, uh... I, I don't even know what to say. I I don't even know what to say. Huey boy, I, I can't. Don't know what to say. Don't know what to say. I, I just, uh, man, Lindsay, 1776. What the fuck's going on down in Texas? Jesus Christ. Seriously. Remember, I live in Austin. I deal with this crap every day. I know, Lindsay. I know. That's why I'm asking. What the fuck is going on? Sorry, Kiwi. Holy shnikes, Batman. Craziness. Oh, but we got more of old uh, Carrie Lake. Yes. Carrie Lake and Tulsi Gabbard. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Tulsi is campaigning for With Carrie. Carrie. Lake. Yes, I know. Yes. I know. Yes. I know. Interesting. Emboldens others to do the same. Yes. They're that's, all friends. That's apparently. really great that you were yeah. able to oh, do yeah. that. And you know, I think I think there's a lot of Democrats that are questioning the party right now. Maybe they're not ready to come out and say, I can't do it anymore. I'm gonna vote this way. But there's no shame in that. I mean, I I, I think it's no secret. You saw it in the attack ads during the primary. I registered as a Democrat for four years. I was disappointed at the time in the establishment Republican Party. I, I had two little babies, one on either hip, and I saw these wars, the Iraq war, just continuing. They lied about how we got into that. And I thought, my goodness, which one of these guys is going to end this endless war? I don't want my son to have to fight in a war we were lied into. And so I registered as a Democrat. And so I know it's hard sometimes to kind of go, gosh, darn it, we got it wrong. I voted for the wrong guy. But we don't judge. I don't judge you. If you're walking away from the Democrat Party, if you're an independent who maybe voted for Biden, we are, we are not judging you. We're ready to bring you over. If you want freedom, if you want no more masks, if you want no forced vaccines, if you, if you want... To make sure your kids aren't getting their hands on the most deadly drug we've ever seen, fentanyl. If you want your kids to be properly educated, we welcome you into the party of common sense. You are welcome into the Republican Party, the new Republican Party. I'll even tell the fake news back there. 
If you guys are waking up because you're covering Arizona and you see we are the party of common sense and we want to do good things for this beautiful state, you're welcome into the Republican Party. You're welcome in. Come on in. Look, Tulsi Gabbard, again, I'm holding judgment. Holding judgment on both of these bitches. Yep. Both of these bitches on the stage right now scare me. Because it's how far can they pull the wool over the American people's eyes? You know what I see? You, you hold no, on a second. You know what I see on the stage right now? I see 2028. No, that's not 2028. Trust oh. me right now. That's not 2028. Oh, I, I see the 2028 ticket nope. right there. Nope. You know what I see? I see 2024. I see Tulsi and Donald. Tulsi and Trump, 2024. I see 2028. Tulsi and Kerry, nope. 2028. Nope. I see DeSantis and Gary in 2028. I, I think uh, I think Tulsi will No, because DeSantis president. is going to run before Tulsi will and before yeah. Kerry will. I Trust gotcha. me. I gotcha. Anyway. Um, These cunts know what the fuck they're doing. This is all bullshit, folks. This, this is a prop. This is a prop. That's a prop. That is a stage ornament. That's all that is. Those are two women that they're trying to propel in the front of the Republican Party so that way they can push them up as candidates after Donald Trump wins in 2024. If you don't see that, I can help you see that if you would like me, if you'd like to watch again. I've already talked shit about both of them. I think both of them are traitors. I don't trust either one of them. You know what? I trust a real Democrat who's still a Democrat today more than I trust either one of them bitches. Because if you're willing to flip for that, what else will you flip for? I bet you'd roll over and be like, yeah, sure. I'll give it to you. Doggy style. Not a problem. I mean, I like it doggy style, but I'm not talking about you. <laughs> I'm just saying, think about it. Think about what's going on here. How do you get to? No, the we don't trust Liz Cheney more because Liz Cheney is a Democrat pretending to be a Republican. We trust Bernie Sanders more because at least he's honest about what he is. Yeah, he puts his bullshit right out front. Listen, I'm not I'm not saying that both of them are the end of the world. I'm just saying right now, if I were going to do an operation against your party, right? If I was going to do something that could fuck up your chances in the future, when would I start planning that? When oh. would I start executing it? Um, years ago. Yeah. yeah. Start planning it years ago. Start executing it as soon as possible. As soon as possible. Yep. Because you got to get that in the fucking wind. Yep. Now you've got two of them. Two of them. Possibly two of them. Not one of them. Two of them. You got Tulsi Gabbard and Carrie Lake that we all know. Every single one of you swinging dicks out there know. Yes, they were both liberals. Not more than a year ago. Both liberals. Mm-hmm. Now, fat can't go oh, fat Conan. Yeah, I can't wait till AOC becomes a Republican too. That shit's coming up next. Oh yeah, they're going to form their own little squad, or she'll leave the Democrat Party and become an independent. I'm, I'm telling, mm-hmm. I'm telling you exactly, Linz. So was Trump, though. I, I trust me. It took me a long time to trust Trump. I still, I took don't. me a I still long don't. time, and I yeah, I still don't. I got to be honest with you. I still don't. I still I, have questions. I don't trust anybody until I look them in the eye and have a conversation with them. I don't care who they are. 
I, I just, I, I'm telling you, these two bitches, don't, don't get wrapped around the axles. Don't start selling out the fucking, the crop because Tulsi Gabbard's now a Republican. Don't no, no, do she's that. An independent. Whatever. She's a fucking, stop. She's a fucking Republican. I know. I know. She's a MAGA independent, but, um, let me, we don't have any independents. We're all Republicans. Uh, yeah. According. Well, we Fuck have conservatives. You. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Republican. Anyway. Fuck that shit. Yeah. So, uh, before we go. Huey boy, real quick. Huey said he wanted to. He was hoping one day he'd he'd wake up in Justin's timeline and finish what they started three years ago. We're 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 almost done here. Um, we'll finish that up tomorrow. We've been falling over for a week anyway. Um, I, I will tell you, Huey, I had that exact same idea. Actually, I was trying to on my drive out to Vegas. I tried to transfer i i tried to time slip and and send my consciousness back to the day before we left and warn myself that we shouldn't leave and uh and i voiced it out out loud actually i called Lindsay and i told her about it that i was going to try and do it because when you speak it out loud it it makes it more possible anyway um and it worked to a degree because I, I remember waking up that morning at 2.30 in the morning and having this nagging feeling that we shouldn't leave. Um, but in this timeline, I didn't listen to myself. And then I had this nagging feeling I should call him, but for whatever reason, this, that, and the other, I didn't in this timeline. So, But I know that because I had, I had that thought, I, I attempted to do that and I spoke it out loud that there's another timeline where, where we stayed, where he's still alive. So, so cutie boy, I'm with you. Anyway, that's it. Anyway. All right. On that note. Great. You're welcome. <laughs> <sighs> Anywho, so uh, tomorrow night, uh, we'll be back 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, normal. We might have a guest on tomorrow. We'll see uh, We'll see what it looks like, but um, we might have a pop-up surprise guest because tomorrow is the official vote on the CDC. Oh, so I'm guessing it's going to be uh, our buddy there. Uh, if I can get it. I sent him a text today. We'll see. I don't know what his what his schedule's like, so right. we'll, we'll see. But uh, anyway. Well, it's kind of late if he comes on our show to talk about it because it's already passed by then. It's already yeah, done. So yeah, it's kind of pointless. I mean, it's kind of pointless anyway. We knew they were going to pass it. it. It hasn't changed. So, And it's not like we have a choice. There's no way we can stop it. We can't go up there and say, hey, no, no, no more. Stop. Yeah. So. Exactly. Fuck. Anywho, either way. Uh, so tomorrow night. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep. Five, uh, 5.45 will start with the lounge, yep. as uh, Leanna likes to call it. Yep. Thank you, Mr. Pequest, for the can. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, fuckers, have a good night. Uh, we will see you tomorrow uh, for the Mick. And be Lynn. Talk to you later, fuckers. Thanks for watching. Have a good night.
days from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late to come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out. You can fuck around and find out. You may make it through the snakes, snares, and alligators, but once you get to the gate, you can't depend on your waiters, cause you'll be over your tater. I'm talking growing tomatoes, yeah. Feeding the worms, I fish with later. I'll have a fish stick plate over a six foot grave before I take a knee as our anthem plays. My hands on my heart, I stand on what I say. And my Second Amendment handles what I can. I ain't trying to be feeling badass or talk shit. I'm just saying, there's the line, don't cross it. I got a red rider gun when I was three, so I don't run to hide from anything. Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue color boy from the south. You can fuck around and find out Love my country, love my freedom Fuck the welfare, now I don't need them Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late To come around here, son, running your mouth You can fuck around and find out Okay You can fuck around and find out If they looking for me, well, they know where to me. I'll be half drunk, strapped up in a whitey. I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can feel it. F-A-F-O, I teach you how this game go. Different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes. Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash. Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the South. Saying nothing but you running that mouth. I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirty south with a truck seat eye and he straight pipes loud. This land, land of freedom, double barrels in case we need. Man up, we'll sit your ass down. We done talking, fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom, fuck the welfare now. I from the woods to the plate, ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late to come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out. You can fuck around and find out. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. 
for a more custom fit, my premium queen, only $24.98, or my premium king, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Serious CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins. Solvents. Heavy metals. Microbials. Foreign matter. Get serious. Serious DVD.